Hey guys, welcome back to Broken Journey, the podcast. I am your host, Elba Rivera. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you are new here, welcome. Today, I talked to a longtime friend about her business, her passion, and her calling. Her testimony of following her instinct and God's path will give you the chills. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Bye, guys. Hi, Raynette. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for your invite, Elba. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So, guys, this is Raynette Franco. And I know Raynette for many, many years. Our parents were good friends when they were teenagers. And we just got reconnected, I think, about three years ago, three or four years ago, with your Aunt Lois. Yes. And so I'm super excited to have you on my podcast. Um, Talk a little bit about yourself, and then we can get started with the questions. Well, um, I am originally from the Bronx, as you had mentioned, and uh, and this is how we know each other. I uh, moved to New Jersey about 20 years ago and fell in love with it. Uh, Moved to New Jersey because of the 9-11 attack. Um, right. at that point in time, uh, nobody could, was, uh, could find a job or I was working for the hospitality industry. And at that time, nobody wanted to visit New York city. So it was just a, a very uh, difficult time in, in 2001. So I ventured out into New Jersey and, and decided to stay in New Jersey, fell in love with it. Um, what I do for a living, I have multiple trades, but, okay. uh, the biggest part of what I do is um, I'm a medical biller and coder specialist. I'm also a medical uh, reimbursement uh, consultant. And I also have a company called a heart Entral, and that is a durable medical equipment company. But basically I came from the corporate world and kind of fell into the, um, the medical field. And okay. uh, it's just, it's just an amazing journey. Yes, I I know. Every time I I look at, you know, everyone who works in the medical field, I'm just like, bless you guys, because there's so much going on, especially now after, you know, COVID and things like that. And so talk to me a little bit about your business and why you got started with your business. Why I got started with my business. Um, I was passionate of helping people um, that have rare genetic diseases. And I learned about it about 10 years ago, uh, about certain uh, rare genetic or inherited metabolic diseases that us humans have, certain people don't even know about. Um, and these are serious diseases that, uh, that you could um, become mentally uh, impaired or have some serious health consequences and, and even cause death. So um, there is a certain... Um, of diet or regimen that these patients need to be on in order to survive. And um, unfortunately, there's no particular medication or drug for these patients. They have to stick to a strict dietary regimen. And so there are companies that make uh, medical foods, which is something like um, a formula 
or right. uh, in, in the other side of the world, it's more something like an enfamil. I don't know if you ever heard okay. of enfamil, you know, yes. ensure stuff like that. But they right. call this a medical food because it's designed for a certain disease or okay. to treat a certain disease, just like a medication. But for some reason, right. the FDA does not um, label it as a drug. So they label it under the Center of Food and um, Drug Association as a medical food instead. And it could be covered under medical benefits or pharmacy okay. benefits, depending on uh, patient's insurance. So there's a lot okay. of challenges for this, uh, uh, for this type of uh, food. And so I just, I just hold their hands the whole way and do whatever I can and bend over backwards, helping these um, children and families and and anyone that has these diseases afford and stay on their diet. Wow, wow! And can you tell us like some of the diseases that um, you help with? Yes, um, these diseases. Uh, one of them is called phenylketonuria. Um, so they have a, a nickname for it, which is called PKU. And this uh, disease affects the amino acids um, in the blood, which they can't have any protein, which, which is horrible. Wow. Therefore, they can't eat foods like normal people can that, that, that can eat uh, hamburgers or anything with protein um, because their phenylalanine levels are, are already um, high. So if they, mm -hmm. they eat this food, it could it could uh, affect it even more to which it affects the whole entire body and it starts affecting the brain worse. Um, and a lot wow. of people can become mentally retarded, have seizures, comas. Um, um, wow. And uh, back in the day, in the 1940s, there were um, people that were that had uh, PKU, but it wasn't discovered. So because okay. they weren't treated, they were uh, labeled as mentally retarded. So they were stuck in a, wow. um, a home. But if there was a cure at that time, not no cure because there is no cure, but if there was a treatment at that time, those patients would have been normal people. But okay. But it, um, so this is a, something that um, that has been around for a very long time and started after the 1940s where doctors and scientists discovered a way to treat um, these certain patients that didn't make any sense. So anyway, that's one of the diseases. Um, and their, their diet is pretty much like a vegan diet. Okay. You just have to stay away from uh, protein and they have to constantly check their blood levels and, and see their dietitians every year. It's almost like diabetes where you have right. to your uh, blood levels every so often um, yes but um, because then they can determine how much a formula or medical food that you need to help um, to help control their disease right because they're checking the levels and very, things like that very challenging so the medical food is a huge part of their life it's almost like their sole source of nutrition um, for the rest of their life um, and because of that there are challenges in the insurance uh, in, in, in the insurance world. We have no uniformed way in, in our health system in the United States. Right. So when it comes to medical foods and not just an ordinary doctor visit, it could be challenging to get covered or to get uh, to get approved and things like that. Even for like a DME company that supplies it on a medical level, 
get paid for it. It's just a very challenging um, product and service having to be covered under under insurance. So it takes a specialist to break through those barriers and, and help them get the coverage that they deserve and, um, and, and get the coverage that they deserve and help uh, DME companies get paid and everyone is on a fair level. So then this way patients could, um, could afford their diets and, and they don't die. Right, right. And it's so hard because the insurance, the insurance a lot of times will decline things and it's frustrating, right? Especially someone who is not in the medical field, you know, for you to get the medication or for you to get the, the prescription that you need. Like me, I'm a diabetic and my company changed the insurance. And when they changed the insurance, I had to change my medication because they wouldn't approve the other one. And I'm like, listen, I I'm going on almost six days without my medication. What is the problem? Right. And, um, right. dangerous. you know, yes. And so I went and, and I called my doctor again and they were like, okay, we're going to have to switch it to this one that's similar. Right. And that's what I've been on for the past, like, two years, right. you know, on this right. other medication, but it's frustrating. Yeah, right. for very sure. frustrating. So yes, you have an idea of what um, these patients go through. Um, and because of my experience, I'm able to break that barrier. So awesome. um, for the past uh, 10 years, I would say I was just um, advocating, you know, patient advocate. I have a website okay. called compassionworksmrs.com. My company is called Compassion Works Medical. But if you go to www.compassionworksmrs, um, I think it's compassionworksmedicalmrs.com or compassionworksmrs.com, that's maryrobertsam.com, there you'll see everything that I do. And um, my okay. patients on the website, I went to uh, Capitol Hill advocating for the Medical Nutrition Equity Act for these patients. I awesome. am very well recognized throughout the United States. Um, I've done uh, several presentations for nonprofit organizations, for the um, for uh, hospitals and clinics, teaching dietitians how reimbursement works. So then, this way, when they're treating their patient, they're on the level of well, this this med this medical food could be covered or not. Um, so I've been traveling a lot. I was have been traveling a lot, but because of COVID, that has stopped. Okay. Um, but I do have another presentation coming up this June in Maryland. So it's coming back little by little. Um, right. I'm connected to not just for the phenylketonuria uh, patients, which is a large population, but there's also homocystinaria, which is abbreviation for HCU. There's also MSUD, which is maple syrup urine disease. There's so many different diseases out there. Um, wow. And there's a huge community that connects with one another to keep each other um, like a family, like they can they can relate to their situations. There's just so much going on. Right. So my 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 part of it is to help them get covered, which was which for me after all these years of experience is not an issue. I can get these things covered because it's no uniform way, and because I have a background with um, medical billing. It's just a matter right. of applying that to what you're doing currently for these patients. Um, but the challenge started to happen when trying to order their medical food. 
Um, either the pharmacy wasn't covered under the pharmacy because they considered it an over-the-counter drug or a medical benefit. And for some reason, they're not covering it. Um, um, uh, it and and if, you, if we try to find a supplier, which is under a medical benefit, which is called a durable medical mm -hmm. company, they, they will take the patient based on their insurance. And if their insurance pays them uh, the right way, they'll keep the patient. If they get low cost okay. reimbursement, they get rid of the patient. They just kick the patient out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is crazy. That's like you trying to get your medicine and you've been with your right. uh, pharmacy or your supplier and they just kick you out because your insurance is not paying. I'm sorry, go, go somewhere else. Yet you have wow. diabetes or in this case, these patients have these diseases that could die and they yes. don't really care about these patients. They just care about the money. So it's money. like, oh, yeah, we're just not, they don't work with the patients, which they should be working with the patients, helping get the claims paid. And they don't do that because they don't have the time for that. Right. And they should, they should be, you know, advocating for, for these people who they know it's like a life-threatening disease, you know? Yeah. I mean, these suppliers, um, they, they, some of them will do that just to gain customers, but again, mm -hmm. they'll have a list of customers that they'll work with and kick some off. So that's why mm -hmm. I started Heart Central. If you go to www.heartcentral.com, -E I opened up my own DME company. Okay. So now um, I don't awesome. like people off. Yeah. Right. So I, and not only that, I will charge them their co-insurance, even though they have a co-insurance. So I try to get their uh, medical medical food covered at 100% regardless. That's awesome. And that I is awesome. started about two years ago. And I'm going slow because it does take time. Um, right. But it's, it's so far so good. You know, it's a lot of learning process. I feel good in my heart that, that this is um, going to work out. But at the end of the day, this, th my boss is Jesus Christ. Amen. He is on my screensaver. I had asked him for this position when I was going through a bad uh, divorce in 2008. I moved to the West Coast and okay. I thought I could stay in San Diego with my family, but I kept getting sick with asthma because of the pollution. So right. I ventured out to Arizona and um thought that the dry air would be better but learned that that's not the case either because you have sandstorms and you can't blow out the sand from your lungs so yes. i was suffering a lot um that year 2007-2008 and wow. i didn't know which way to go i had a nervous breakdown i was a marketing director for a cpa firm and i was under a lot of pressure i was on temporary disability it was a very very difficult time in my life and um, I thought by going to the West Coast and leaving it all behind would, would, would make it all better. But I learned at the end of the day that it was just God working right way in me um, and doing a little bit of soul searching. Yes. And I got to the point where um, I just I, I was almost giving up. So um, I met two friends from San Diego. They took me to a trip to uh, Sedona, Arizona. And okay. there's a, uh, they said it's a very spiritual place. It's it's very spiritual. They have all these vortex with different e energies, feminine and masculine mm -hmm. energies. And 
and it's just supposedly amazing feeling. And she, they, she said that if, um, if you're very sensitive spiritually, you'll feel it more than, than any other, any others. So right. I went, I definitely felt it. Um, as soon as we approached, um, going into Sedona, we were on top of this big mountain and I had to pull over. I broke down and cried hysterical for no reason. Just wow. and cried hysterical for no reason. Just I wasn't thinking about anything. It's just excited. As soon as I saw that mountain and we were going towards um, into um, the, the city where all the um, vortexes are, I broke down and cried so bad. It almost felt like I was going through a spiritual cleanse. Yes. After that uh, hysterical cry, um, my friend Marvie had a drive. I, um, I felt relaxed and calm and then i started to feel god's presence and as right. we were like she said as you get closer and closer to the vortex you if you're sensitive you can feel it and i absolutely did i felt god's anger towards us how mm -hmm. we betray him and how angry he is towards us but yet he loves us and right. i'm in the car saying how dare we do this to him how dare we do this how dare we how dare we and, and, you know, he's angry with us, but yet loves us very much. Mm -hmm. Then we went to an area uh, where these, they have an Indian culture there. And yes. um, we were going to buy some, um, some jewelry, homemade jewelry and stuff that they make. And then all of a sudden I felt the devil there. <gasps> yeah. And then the devil oh. was there and he was, um, he was trying to provoke me to do harm to others. It was strong. Oh, no. It was horrible. It was like I I felt God's presence. Went to this particular area because you have when you go into different dimensions here. You right. See? So I, I went through one dimension. Now I'm going through another dimension. This area and here's the devil trying to tell me to harm people and and make me have an anxiety attack and 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 mm -hmm. so I. I, I pulled my friend over and I was telling her what was happening. And she totally knew she was a pediatric pharmacist. And the other one was a pediatric um, psychologist and she knew exactly what was happening. And she said, let's rebuke this in the name of Jesus Christ. So I screamed on the top of my lungs for the devil wow. to get away from me. And I kept rebuking him in the name of Jesus Christ. I know who you are. I know what you're trying to do. You're not going right. to get me. I'm fighting this. I have way too many po much power over you through Jesus Christ. And I was cursing and kicking him out of my head. And I was screaming at him and rebuking him. And he went away. Oh, my gosh. My hairs are literally oh standing up. Yeah. Just listening yeah. to that. Yeah. And he went away. <gasps> and I was just on the spiritual journey. We had our trip. We went to this place called Slippery Rock, where it's just gorgeous uh clear fresh water that you can swim in literally you can drink it but people were like swimming in it they had these beautiful um uh carved type of uh stones and and mountains that no man hand did it it was basically oh, wow. they say god did it or or, or whatnot because it looked like lions and it was just a very beautiful spiritual journey experience that after the end of the trip I was no longer afraid of heights. I was no longer afraid of me getting sick anymore. I just felt like I was totally, totally uh, cleansed in a spiritual way, which changed me 1000% after that trip. Wow. So when I got home, 
um, when I when I actually was now living in Tucson, I I wrote a, a note to to Jesus, and and I put it in the Bible. I I asked him for a job. Because at that time I was still collecting unemployment, and thank you God, I was still collecting the unemployment from New Jersey while I was living in the West Coast. But I was looking for jobs. I found jobs. I just didn't feel like I needed to find my space. I just didn't feel like at that point I, I didn't know where I was going. You know, like I'm and right. here in the West Coast, I don't know <clears throat> where where I'm going as far as my career goes, but I know what I want to do. So I wrote a note to. Um, to Jesus and I asked him for a job. I asked him for a job. I said, Jesus, all I want is, uh, is, is to be your employee. I would like to be your angel on earth versus the angel in spirit. There are people praying, I'm sure, that needs help here on earth physically. And I, I'm asking you to give me that job so I could be right. that physical angel on earth versus the angel in spirit. And I really want to do this. Please give me this job. That's, that's my passion. My passion is to help people. Um, and I just want to help people. I just want to help whoever needs help. And I, I'd like to have that position and apply for that position as an on-earth angel. And other things I wrote in the letter. I put it in my okay. Bible. And all of a sudden, things started turning around. I had to go through a period of a couple of years of his transitioning and this right. is what led me to where I am now and what I'm doing, wow. helping patients, advocating. I'm doing everything that an angel would yes. do um, in spirit. Right. So he did give me the job. And that is so amazing. To top it off, this job that he gave me is amazing because I'm working with huge pharmaceutical companies like Mead Johnson and there's Biomarin and there's um, there's other, these, these pharmaceutical companies are connected to other pharmaceutical companies like Novartis and, mm -hmm. um, and whatnot. But these are billionaire companies and you have other companies that are, uh, I didn't even know about. And these are um, educated people that are on a master's degree level. I'm meeting with doctors now, you know, I'm meeting with, um, uh, register nurses and all of that. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, how am I going to do this? God, I don't have the experience to talk like them. I'm, I'm, I, I didn't even finish high school. I don't even have my GED and okay. I don't want to sound, you know, uh, like an illiterate. How am I supposed to do this? So God right. came in, I, come inside of me and talk for me. And at the end, when my, like when I did my first presentation virtually, at the end of the first presentation, I'm like, what did I just say? <laughs> That's amazing. Like, That's amazing. What? What? Like, I said that? And it wasn't, it was him talking for me. There you go. There you go. And it's so funny. Yeah. It, it's funny you say that because, you know, sometimes we get that, um, I don't know this, I, I think it's called imposter, imposter syndrome, where we think that, you know, we're not, we're not good enough sometimes. And the power of God will take us to the levels where it will supersede anything else. And just you talking about what you just said, it just confirms, confirms. God's greatness, uh, his uh, greatness. 
And not only that, another confirmation was um, I was living in an apartment. Um, how I started Compassion Works was I landed at a job for a medical equipment company, learning about all these diseases and how they're actually making the medical food. I was bullied at this job. I was bullied because I was becoming a superstar. And the people that were there before me never did. So I was about to quit. I was about to manage everything. And there was one 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 day I said, I'm not going to work. I, I'm not going to quit. I can't take it. You know, this is micromanaging. And in the morning, I opened the Bible. I said, God, let me know. Should I go there or should I not go there? And I opened the Bible. He said, go. He said something about um, the lion's mouth or whatever. And he said that go because at the, uh, there's going to be a purpose bigger than this. Go, like literally. And I went only mm-hmm. because the Bible told me to. And when I went, it look what happened. It all turned out to the, the position that I have now. Wow. And and the position I have now supersedes any PhD. Any PhD. I mean, what I do, physicians and even the corporate world still don't don't understand how it works in the medical food area. I I have to train them. There you go. There you go. No high school diploma, no D. It's all hands-on experience. So... Just like uh, the president, what's his name? That that uh, Lincoln. He he taught uh-huh. himself. He never went to school either, but he taught himself. He went. He read through books and law books and whatever. And right. I don't know. I I I was just in this time period, and and I prayed. Oh, I would like to have a house, and I want this type of house. Or whatever I wanted, I wanted. I asked God, put in the Bible, and He gave it to me. So living in an apartment with nothing. Now I have my own house. I'm married to a great man. And, 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 and it's like a giving back thing, you know, like he's right. paying me right back by For being good, right. A home over my head, food in my mouth, a reliable car, as long as right. I can be helping others, you know, that's it's right. a feeling that I can't even describe, but it's something that you all could know that there is a God and that you can rely on him and you have to listen to those little voices. And it's real. Yes. It's real. These things can happen. You just need to listen more to the little voices and try to kick out the fear. Right. And know that, you know, he, he will, he will bless you in abundance for just being obedient for being well, obedient living proof that he's blessed me so far so that's yes. exactly what it is it's really telling yourself that and doing it yes that's your testimony girl and it is amazing i love it i absolutely love it wow yeah i'm like still i'm in awe because it you know sometimes we get how do you say that sometimes we get so caught up in the day-to-day world, the day-to-day life, that we forget how big God is, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we we forget because we're we're thinking about, you know, the earthly things, like you said, instead mm-hmm. of the spiritual things. And a lot of times, you know, we we need to pay attention a little more to the spiritual battle. Right. Right. Because 
like you said, when you went to Sedona, in one part, you were just crying because you felt like you were getting cleansed. And then in another part, it was like, oh, wait a minute. The devil's here to to play, to want me to play around in his playground, and I'm not right. doing it. Right. 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 And so that is awesome. That is so, so awesome. I, uh, wow. I am an, uh, oh, I just, I just, I just tell everyone to don't ever give up, follow your dreams, um, listen to that inner voice because that inner voice is usually right. Yes. And we don't understand it. Sometimes we all have instincts, every single one of us human beings, because that's one of our powers. Yes. The, the instincts is one of our powers. It helps defend us. It helps with a lot of things. But if you yes. feel that instinct inside of you and you doubt it, you're going to go right back to square one. Yes. If you don't doubt it and you go with your instinct, you'll see the change that your self, inner self was trying to tell you. Right. And and then, you know, it's like when you don't obey what God is telling you, right, and your your instincts, because that's, you know, basically him telling you, hey, I need you to do this, right? When you, when you pray to him and ask him for certain things and you tell him, God, you know, use me, you know, for your good and you don't listen, you know, doors start closing, yeah. And, you know, we we were just talking about that. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Like, you know, things start closing and, and you're like, wait a minute, what happened? Because like you said, we're going back to square one because we're not paying attention and we're not listening to what we need to do. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, for instance, as an example, let's say I didn't follow my um, spiritual journey. I'm walking side by side by God, and I did the earthly thing. The earthly thing, and this is real, so I'm going to hit this out to you. Would okay. be like, I need to survive here in the West Coast. Okay. Um, I'm getting scared. I'm getting sick. Um, and I need, I need money. I need to do something. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go strip and um, make a lot of money stripping because I know that that's what they do. Or I'm going to go sell drugs or I'm going to do something stupid right. that's going to help me get all the money that I want. Or I could be one that says, well, then I have to get two jobs. I'll, I'll be a waitress. I'll be this. I'll be that. Uh, waitress here and, and work at this, you know, just digging and digging a uh, 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 more of a hole for yourself as an earthly thought versus right. don't have any fear. Listen to your instinct and keep going. Mm -hmm. When I listened to my instinct, I said, I can't do it here. I called my grandmother. She helped me get back to New Jersey and I just followed where I'm supposed to follow. And some of the times I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I felt like I was being dragged. Like okay. I was like, like if someone was holding my hand, that's, that's how strong it is. Right. So, I mean, yes, we are human and we can think about those, you know, things are sinful things that what they say to do to get money and survive mm -hmm. or have a child be a gold digger. Let's say, I'll tell you all these right. things are thrown at me. 
in the in the West Coast, and I turned it down. You want right. to be a gold digger, you know, marry an old man who's rich, let him die, and then you get all the all his property, things like that. And it has right. happened where I had that scenario, and he was a very wealthy man in San Diego, lived in a wealthy part called Carlsbad. I was introduced to him by my roommate, who was a professional golfer, ex-golfer. And okay. he was very, very wealthy and had lots of property. He, I went to his home. He was an older man. And he literally said that he wanted to marry someone like me because he's older and he had no one else to give his money. If I was that person, that gold digger, I would have been like on it right there. I know he <laughs> said for the rest of my life, I'm going to have this property. I'm going to have that property. And you know what I said to him? I said, no. I said, what matters to me is love and to have real love. So if I need to live under a bridge and wrap myself up with a, with a blanket and live under a bridge poor, but have love, I'd rather choose that. He Amen. believe I said that. <laughs> yep. You were like, what? <laughs> he was looking at me like I had two heads. Oh like, my you God. Curious? You're a young girl. And, 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 and you'd rather be poor and live under a bridge for love than to be taking, well taken care of. I said, yes, I'll be taking, well taken care of, but it won't be from me. It'd be from all of your hard work, not my hard work. I don't want to take somebody's hard work and be, and, and steal it like that. If I don't love you. Right. It was like blown away. Old man. <laughs> My example is if I would have chosen that path, I would have probably been in a worse, worser place today than where I'm at now by following God. Do you understand what I mean? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Because then you would have, yes, you would have gotten all the money. You would have gotten everything, the property and all that stuff. But were you really going to be happy in that situation? What if, uh, yeah, that was just going to say that, <laughs> there's consequences to everything you do. And it's so funny that you say the consequences because once I was raising my kids, I would constantly tell them, remember that there are consequences to everything that you do. So make sure that whatever you do, you do it from the heart. Whatever you do, you do it the right way. And whatever you do, you make sure that you think about it and meditate on it before you do action, right? Because sometimes you can get caught up in, you know, let me act right away because if I don't act right away, then it's going to disappear, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not, that's not what you need to do. You need to really think about it. And, you know, they would look at me sometimes like, oh. Here we go again with this with this conversation, you know, but, you know, I always told them, you know, just think about it before you act, because sometimes acting out of impulse will will get you in trouble, you know? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Yes. Like if I would have chosen that route, who knows, I would have been stuck with all these liability and bills or whatever the case may be, headaches, whatever tenants he had. You know, there are serious consequences that are, or maybe it could have turned out something else worse, and I would have been right. stuck somewhere. 
I don't know, that is, <laughs> that is an earthly thing, you know, that typical do, but then yep. again, you have these stories that these people have succeeded, but I didn't want to take that chance. You know, I, I don't take, mm -hmm. I don't take that chance. I rather die and go to heaven following Jesus than yeah. die and have a guilty conscience or not even have Amen. a guilty conscience, but you know, just not knowing I'm, I was on that level. Right. And not knowing that, you know, when you, when you see, when you see God, you, you know, you can say, listen, I am your faithful servant. Right. Versus saying, well, yeah, you know, I, I kind of took a left turn here at the fork of the road and, you know, kind of then got my way back and then took another left turn. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, it's crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, he even took away my asthma that I was yeah. only getting. Um, I still have asthma, but right. not as bad. Yeah. Amen. So that is awesome. It's, um, you know, it's, it's an amazing experience. I love to share with people because people, you know, think that, oh, I can't do it. Or why am I, why am I in this place? Why am I not in a better place? You know, um, and it's hard to explain, but, and a lot of people are not spiritual or atheists or whatever, you know, their thoughts may be. Right. But um, this would happen to me and I, and it's been confirmed. And I'm just sharing that out there with everybody that it could also happen to them. Right. And, and it's so amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, uh, um, your, your story. I just love it. I love it. Thanks. And all the work that he does, you know, to bless us. Yes. That is awesome. And that this is why so I need awesome. that, that week next week to get off because I haven't had a week vacation off for eight years. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely need that week <laughs> off. <laughs> and you're coming to the Sunshine State, so that's even better. <laughs> yes. yes, and here I am trying to take care of all of my patients' orders and projects or whatever I can do before I leave. Um, right. So I, I'm very stressed out right now, but it's going to be worth it once I get there. Yes, for sure. That is so amazing. Well, I want to say thank you so much for yeah, telling your story. Awesome. Your testimony is amazing. And I know yeah, that I God know. is going to continue to bless you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. thank you. Do you have any final last words for, you know, for everyone? My final last words was exactly what I just mentioned. Is uh, listen to your instincts everyone has them you're walking down the street you feel something following you whatever that's called an instinct you feel something strange in your stomach it feels like you are hungry or 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 nauseous but you're in a situation that's your instinct follow your instincts more and watch where it could lead you it could lead you to a better place and and yeah. stay closer to jesus and god atheist you know people out there and i i understand you as well but you know what jesus loves you anyway and there has been people that ha has turned their lives around and uh, again i hope my experience helps 
Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, <laughs> Renee. Ah, that is so amazing. And again, um, say your website again so that they, you know, if anybody is going through a situation like that, they can, you know, yeah. reach out to you. Compassion works mrs.com that's c-o-m-p-a-s-s-i-o-n-w-o-r-k-s-m-r-s.com okay awesome 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 i'm gonna put that in the show notes as well so that they can have it but um girl may god continue to bless you for all and that you're doing and i and all I, that you do hope god blesses you all too and same to you elba and your and your vision your dreams and i feel he's already blessed you with things that you already have but may he continue thank you so much sweetie um i can't wait to see you next week Yay! we'll get together okay. we'll get together and uh have a blessed weekend and i'll you see too. you next week okay thank you you're welcome hun bye-bye okay bye, bye.